coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds it is B hyphen handsome Bane the WrestleCast Power Hour! Welcome back. At least welcome back me mm-hmm. to the WrestleCast Power Hour. <laughs> I am one of your tag team hosts of the best podcast, wrestling podcast that is, in the wrestling podcast business. Kellen Conley, aka B hyphen. And before he gets to always have to throw it to my tag team partner, who I'm sure has a lot to say right now. Handsome Bane, how are you, sir? What's up, sucker? You sell out ass having a daddy. My my father said you know? he will uh he challenges you to a match whenever you're ready. Oh my god, I can't wait to get that much heat. I can't wait. Absolutely. I might do, you know, I might get Brock heat and smear the blood, you know, we'll blade, we'll blade. I won't like hard way your dad or anything, but uh, yeah, man, you know, here we are another week and uh, you know, shout out to uh, Oroku Saki, AKA the shredder for bailing us out last week because, you know, like I said, my partner likes to, anyway, anyway, um, let's see. What what do I what do I say about you sweaty marks this week? Um, hmm. Uh, the Alexa Bliss feet pick thing is always just evergreen. Like you know, it's like I just know because it's true. You know, the, the the best stuff the best stuff to get heat off the crowd is stuff that's true. So for all you perverts out there looking up pictures of Alexa Bliss's feet. It's weird, and you're the only one who does it. Okay. So that's how we come in with Handsome Bane off the top rope, going for the Lexa Bliss feet picks again. Sparkle Splash. I will never call it anything but Sparkle Splash, whatever that. Sparkle Splash, as he throws around his multiple tag team belts in my face. No, these ain't ain't tag, man. I'm sorry, his multiple solo championship belts in my face unintentional but appropriate mm, unintentional we have a guest though ladies and gentlemen we have a man who was just taken off the market but let me tell you he is not taken off the market as far as bringing you some audio whoop ass sorry stone cold had to take that to your ears he is been in the broadcast game for a very long time. He is well known throughout the Pittsburgh area. He covers the Steelers. If you're into that kind of thing, we're not, but I mean, if you are, that's cool. He is an alumni of the prestigious West Virginia university radio station, U 92, the moose. He is my friend. He invited me to his wedding and I was there right in time for the nuptials. Mike, the buzzsaw Ostia, the howitzer and buzzsaw show buzzsaw show is here. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you, Mike? I am doing well, Kellen. Appreciate that introduction. I also got to tell you that I enjoy the Alexa Bliss commentary as well. And I find that her relationship with Ryan Cabrera is the most random of all. Could you have imagined years ago when Alexa Bliss came onto the scene that that's who she'd end up with? That I mean, very nothing against is. him, more power to him. But I, I remember him from a decade ago and his little brief stint as kind of a, 
a pop star. I never yeah. would have figured, but more power to him. Hey, again, and, and now he's a guest star on Miz, on Miz and Misses. Yeah, congrats to him. Oh yeah, the one episode of that I watched, I did see them on there. Oh, that's with pink hair. That's cute. And I I am off the market in general, but I I am never off the market in terms of doing podcasts here for Kellen Bife and Conley. You did come to my wedding. I appreciate that. You took some nice nice pictures there. I don't know if to the level of the picture I took for, at your wedding, which is I the tried. Maybe greatest picture mm. of I tried. All. That's a money picture that people are, are ripping off. That's how great that picture was. A lot I of that tried. going around, huh? Yeah, and, and Kellen did tell me the bargain. Kellen did tell me he gave me a victory of the vows. Apparently, I won the vows. You, so you did. I, you I'm did not going to probably, vows. you know, I take many victories in life, and and the marriage is one. But I'm, you know, as Kellen probably can attest, you're not going to take as many wins in the marriage. I'm going to have to take some L's. <laughs> <laughs> and the only. best man the best man did let me know uh <laughs> that i no longer i'm gonna be right all the time i'm gonna have to eventually not be correct all the time so i do win the vows that might have been my last w so i appreciate that kellen and my wife actually just the other night before getting into bed did the people's elbow out of absolute nowhere nice. so i was like nice I, 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 she's not even really into wrestling she was when she was younger but not as much now. And I was like, well, this, this solidified it. So if we weren't already married, the <laughs> that would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the moment if you hadn't already gotten there. Yeah, right, man. But you were somebody who is your brand of weird because everybody is in some way, there shape or form. Yeah. If you're not weird at all, you're boring. Amen to that. So speaking of uh weird buzzsaw. Yeah. Will you tell us how you got into the wonderful world of professional wrestling? Well, it's not a crazy story. It's probably a normal story. I did get into it watching with my dad when I was younger. So all of these dads, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I was younger, so probably I don't know, five, six years old. I mean, I remember from really, really young age. I don't know if he was into it in his whole adulthood, but he got into it because he knew I was getting into it. Got into it from some friends who were getting into it. Kind of jumped on board. And then it became something that we did together in terms of watching pay-per-views. So that was back. I'm, I'm old enough to say that was back certainly where you had to buy the pay-per-view, mm -hmm. spend your 50 bucks, call the company, make sure you got the right cable Oof. to get it on. Not every cable company made that easy for you. Oh, I yes definitely so. recall him calling and, and sweating it out and trying to get <laughs> on the phone two or three times, make sure the pay-per-view can get on. So I do recall watching with my dad many distinct memories of watching pay-per-views with him it was something that we did as a bonding thing in addition to you know him coaching little league teams and unfortunately my one burning memory of watching of, of two events that happened while watching pay-per-views with my dad one was the king of the ring where billy gunn beat x-pac oh, at wow. the end where x-pac made the final and billy gunn won and then the other, and I remember being upset because as Kellen will attest, I'm, I, I was an Xbox stand at that time. Yes. And, and, and then the other one, unfortunately, is when Owen Hart died. That, that, mm. that was the other one. We were watching that one live. And I do recall him, you know, explaining that situation to me. And he kind of even actually explained to me how wrestling worked in a way, because I remember being young, watching with him and kind of ironic to where my media career went, but being heated mad at Triple H back then. <laughs> Triple H, all-time heel, of course, at that point. And 
at that point he was really getting into his healdom so he would become that after this but i i definitely recall getting mad with triple h with the quote-unquote unfair victories and actually asking him when will he win fairly daddy or when will he not be champion because that was i, I think 99 <laughs> where he was champion for what seemed like forever right and, and the only time that he wasn't the rock got a a random roll-up to get a three count in a non-match that actually was covered uh, on the morning shows nationally mm. because it was so shocking the triple h lost the belt at one point Damn. um but I just recall him kind of explaining to me the whole thing that he was trying to be a bad guy. And I recall watching with him and watching pay-per-views with him and then even raw and having, he was a lawyer and having his lawyer friends come over and all sit with me. And, and I actually even recall once they came over to watch the NBA finals. And of course I, I I'm into sports as well. And I've had a, a career covering, you know, actual sports, but not that wrestling's not, but not sports entertainment. Mm. Um, and them all being upset because I wanted to watch wrestling. I wanted to watch Raw. So we, they had to ran, he had to kind of sneak change the channel for me and get have me see some of it. But oh. they were there to watch the NBA Finals, so go back and forth to that. But I was more into wrestling at that point. If so it just, was late '90s Finals, that's okay because the score was like yeah, 58. Okay. Yeah, it probably mm-hmm. was like it probably was either the nine. It was probably so it was late '90s. Definitely, my dad passed away when I was 14, so that would have. You know, he passed, or I was 13 actually, so he passed away in the year 2000. Okay. myself, I'm 34 now, so you're young. That would have yeah, been. I'm, young. I'm younger than Kellen. Yeah, am I younger than both of you? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll be the baby of the yeah, show it's fine. then. Um, but this was late '90s, so this either would have been either a good NBA Finals that I was stupid to miss and, and really being insulting, or a, mm. or a bad one. So it either would have been Jordan's last title with the Bulls in '98 over the Jazz after the back-to-back against the Jazz, or mm. it would have been the Spurs beating the Knicks, where the Knicks were an eight seed, and that was kind of a random final. I hope it was, was Spurs Knicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it was that one, but it was one I, of the two. Yeah, I remember where I was watching that. I was um, at at a friend's house watching the whole um watching the whole finals at their house just like oh let's make it a tradition and went over there and it was like this really like like dope female who i had like no intentions of being with we were just like friends as hell i think i still had cooties back then to me (laughs) oh well no 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 i had uh anyway um yeah uh and, and then um I just remember, like, oh, I was watching it with her dad. Like, we literally just watching. Was okay. Like, well, shit, I ain't got one of my own. Might as well go ahead and heck. Anyway. Yeah. But then I just anyway, stayed I with it and just, just stayed a fan all these years. And I definitely dipped in and out. But definitely, you know, still stayed a fan, still keep tabs. And then, of course, thanks to the network, whether it's its own or on Peacock or wherever, or, or thanks to just, youtube and and now the age we're living in i definitely find myself dipping back into watching old school stuff and you know listening to old school podcasts and hearing bruce pritchard and eric bischoff and all of them really die behind the curtain to my childhood because my childhood was the the attitude era and yeah i can say it wasn't it's not as good now as it was back then but of course everything's different so it's not really a fair comparison but Mm -hmm. no they're great memories watch watching with my dad and having those memories are it's a cool now even though some of them are are bad where you're having to remember where you were when owen hart died and that whole explanation and yeah that live um at 
I guess, 13. Right. <laughs> so or 12, mm-hmm. actually, at that point, because that was the year before. So that, that that's kind of a rough memory. But I almost actually I saw he wasn't on your list yet. I'm not I, I, I was like, man, how do you not have Owen Hart yet on your list yet? He's not uh-huh. legit Hall of Fame. Well, well don't 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 spoil it i'm not i'm i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna okay. spoil it i'm not gonna go there either yeah i mean i i just kind of had to make an executive order to get bread on there yes last time so okay um yeah it it's just too many great names it, it's you know it's it's pro wrestling it's our it's oh yeah our, it, it, it's it, our great it, it's, it's our best form of entertainment like you could go deeper yeah, if they were like, yo, take away everything but one, I'd be like, uh, just leave me pro wrestling. Leave me all of pro wrestling that ever existed, and we'll just have to watch that from, you know, we'll, that's the one thing we can watch. But like, guys, we're going to be fine. It's pro wrestling. It's not a bad deal at all. It's not. As long as you don't have to watch it on the cock, as Rick calls it. <laughs> Retro <laughs> Rick. That's what you got to watch it now. My, I'm, I, I, I am subscribing. I, I did carry over. That would be it. I mean, that would be like the, you know how like FX, FX has FXX where it's supposed to be, yeah. you know, the slightly edgier channel. Like that would be, yeah. Like why wouldn't they obviously call it the cock? Make a to- total Bella's uh, like show maybe after dark. Um, I'm hey. sure that would bring in some people. They, I was kind of, it's just funny for me. I kind of was surprised in the way I get the money there, but I was kind of surprised in the way that Vince would just want to do his own damn thing. Uh, the WWE yeah. Network and owning it and having it there and not sharing any profit. There's no percentage. It's just going in your pocket with the wrestlers. I, yeah, that I, would be what I would want if I were him. But I get what's going on. It's weird to hear Stone Cold like close out shows by saying, "Watch on Peacock." Like it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it roll off the tongue as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. No. Nah. Yeah. When I I definitely took the network for granted. I mean, I, I had the plug for years, and I watched a mm-hmm. lot of great stuff on there. But now that I can't get you to hacked it, my my network for a while. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, now that I can't get to it as readily, and it's not as expansive as it was, it's kind of like, damn, I missed out. I, yeah, I don't need to be scrolling through and seeing the office while I'm getting stone cold. Like, yeah, just, I, you had I, your I own haven't thing. seen any. I haven't looked at the network since it came to Peacock, except for pay per views. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't watched a pay per view since Mania, so I'm way behind on stuff okay. other than highlights, man. Okay. Yeah, uh, what was uh, in your house just happened? Yep, it was, it was pretty decent. It was pretty decent. Been, been a lot of good wrestling going around. Yeah. Oh, did you guys see how they just instantly repaired Samoa Joe? Yes. <laughs> Yes. I did see that, but I was kind of happy Christ. with that because it's no, no Joe came in they, and, they repaired it. <laughs> yeah, you fixed it finally, bro. Like, well, they're doing more of what they should have been doing. I mean, he came in as a badass. He was a badass in TNA. He had that heavy thing where he came in during the Seth Rollins heel day, mm-hmm. and then just it just was basically got puttered away. It just was. It couldn't even been fun for the guy. So I'm happy to see that in a way i'm happy to see him back if i had to trade braun Strowman, braun Strowman for samoa joe actually as a badass i would take it every day every yes. time yeah every time sorry yeah. joe just he just feels so legit like even if you watch him on like up up down down and he's being goofy and he does the power game and he's still like has he joe always had it but like when we're able to see like different sides of him we're seeing that he has even more of it like yeah. if you've ever seen him say like you know the uh, uh you've been blessed by the power game and he hits them like <laughs> in video games like and he like yep. taps them on the forehead so hard it's hilarious like 
Joe has facets, guys. Like he can yeah. do that. Oh, he can do a lot. He can just be a beast, and then he also can talk, and he can be funny. And it's not even just the TNA thing that can be used an excuse why he didn't go anywhere in the WWE run because AJ Styles certainly went mm-hmm. somewhere. They allowed him to go somewhere. So yep. why not do the same with Samoa Joe, who was the other kind of face of TNA for a while, who hadn't been at that point to WWE. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, eight, it's eight good out of ten. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say eight out of ten times, uh, main roster just fumbles the bag, man. Because NXT yeah. show was exciting, NXT Kevin Owens was exciting, NXT NXT Shinsuke was exciting. Like, there's a whole list of people that had great runs, and then all of a sudden, Alistair Black T- NXT was exciting, and they get to that main roster, man. Him, and it's let's say that Samoa Joe was too much like Kevin Owens. Like, I could see like if they package him one way, that being kind of similar. And that's a damn shame because they're nothing alike. They're no, they not. aren't. But I could, I could see if they go one, one way, maybe. But I love Kevin Owens. I actually, they had actually, a, um, they, the, I mean, when they like had Kevin like their beef him, though, because like they, they had a quick beef for like maybe a couple yeah. weeks, and yeah. it was very Real interesting. It's like no, and then they kind of, I think they tagged a couple times out of mutual respect. They're similar size guys. That is such a, yeah, that that's such a team for that. Where it's just like, oh, we've been beating the shit out of each other for three weeks now. Maybe we should tag. You know, <laughs> and then they just you know, but then they do it in NXT with uh with Champa and um Thatcher, right? And, uh, but but that's because they do shit right in NXT. But you know, <laughs> yeah, man. Trying not to complain here, but yeah, we're, we are a positive podcast despite the efforts of my tag team partner to bring oh, me down. Should I leave the show then? I don't know. No, tough. no. I, I I'm just I'm just glad to hear the Godzilla freestyle music come back because you know I, I'm just glad to hear B Boy uh Godzilla yes come on every time Samoa Joe comes down the aisle because it sounds like somebody's yeah. coming to beat your ass. It's yeah. always like that's that's one of the most important elements of wrestling. Like I know, you know, the whole oh, the song for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean just that and you know the threat of violence. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's you know I I, I yeah. get it. I'm I'm you know I'm not cornet. I'm fine with a lot of the flippy shit, but at the end of the day it should feel like it's a fight. It should feel like these guys are going for something. And Your I, room's kind of close to his. I've seen his his bedroom there on Dark Side of the Ring. On some well, of shows the thing about he has yeah. more on the wall. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to my room, I'm the only guy in there with my wife. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's, hope, that's correct. That's, in that's, that's in regards, yeah. But in, like I was saying, like it's the same thing with like Arn Anderson. It's the same thing with you know Samoa Joe. It's the same thing with. Shit, Roman Reigns now, where you got you know you got to feel this presence of a person that's coming out there to kick your ass. Like at the end of the day, all of our problems are supposed to be solved with violence. That's the promise of this. And like, you know, it's cool to have flippy shit, obviously, but man, there's nothing like somebody that's really feels like they're coming out there to legit put hands on you. Yeah. Well, that's what they thought they were doing with Braun Strowman, and that was the case for a while. But then it just didn't they end up being it's almost the force the thing. The personality isn't yeah. isn't there as much, maybe as they let it be. He actually has been I've heard him on interviews. He can be funny. Yeah. But yeah, it just didn't work out. I mean, yeah. they also kind of flirt with marrying what our childhood was with you you hear the fire and you know that somebody's gonna get burned. There's gonna be legit violence yeah. and, right. and dark darkness with Kane coming out there too, doing that and making you a beast, but not mm-hmm. going to rated R because of, of what the, the company PG. is today. There's so many ways to do it too. You can Yeah, do there's it, there's though, definitely you know? ways ways to do it for sure. Um 
but yeah, I, I definitely think Samoa Joe. I'm happy. I'm happy he's back. I'm happy he's able to be a beast. Did you, you get? Did either of you see the um the 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 quick video with um him breaking up the fight between? Um, yes. Yeah. He put dog. down. Dog. Oh, he it can was, legit throw hands. Yeah, it was so, yeah. Like I was like, I, I was sitting there, I was like watching it on IG, and I'm like, I'm low key getting emotional because Bro, he just was, looked. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to be. He's like, dog, just put me on TV and have me be like, oh, this, you know, this booth shit is fine, but like I should be breaking heads, like or you know, like like when Kyle walks away, it was like. All right, you got it. You got that OG. Yeah. Uh, like, just think away. of who they put in the booth though over the years. They've all they've all been beasts. It's almost like they're you, you Taz they try to tame them. Mm-hmm. Taz ended up with arguably a Hall of Fame broadcast run, even though yeah, that yeah. was the man comes in, beats Cardangle, was a beast before that at ECW mm-hmm. looked like mm-hmm. he actually could, could kick ass, and then ends up in a year or so jobbing to people and then going mm-hmm. in the booth and then being a color commentator. And then of course way back history. Macho Man had to do that before going to W. CW. Don't forget that rich history began with one gorilla monsoon. Right. Yeah, yeah. Slated yeah. to be the baddest ass in the world. <laughs> yeah. Back when he went down to Charlie Chaplin's Hoot uh, Nanny uh, bar and fought a guy like this. <laughs> you know, I can bring up, though, somebody else that you brought up, not to uh, hate on him, but if we're talking about podcasts, Arn Anderson, a beast. Not able to be a beast on the podcast. Oh, oh man, Arn's like. Oh. I love Arn, but come on. I even when I first saw that, I understand. Oh. Does he have his know, own? I know podcast? Conrad wants to be the the, the podcast yeah. guy, and everybody and their brother he's going to be having a podcast mm-hmm. with, going to make money off of it. I'm all cool with it, but Arn isn't really Mister Personality, and you're you're giving him a pod that that clearly it just. I've tried to listen, and I that's can't. crazy too, because <laughs> his promos were incredible. Like, I know, but that pod is just boring. It's yeah. like he doesn't want to be doing it. It's like Dean Malenko's probably on there. Yeah. No, yeah. If you li- if you go Damn. way back in NWA, yeah, he he can bring some personality, even though he was overshadowed by Flair, of course, like anybody would be. But, that, but again, that's that whole thing of you know Flair can is, no. Flair can just yap and yap and yap about the clothes and the booze and the the girls or whatever. And At the, the end of the day, we're talking about all of our problems being solved in violence. And when this man tells you, yeah. when you send one of us to the hospital, we send two of yours to the morgue. Jesus Christ. You want some emotional promos. Yeah. yeah. Go back to even, even, you know, attitude era, uh, Monday night wars, WCW, that man mm-hmm. was crying in the middle of the ring. His pants are coming off <laughs> and he's giving you the full on energy. Uh, it's almost like Ric Flair never had to act because of course, professional wrestlers, oh, no, no. sports entertainers are actors as well. That's why they can translate it <gasps> so easily. But Ric Flair was just being himself. The man wasn't acting. He, he really was. <gasps> Yeah, and back in the day, for anybody uh, of his era, it's very likely that that your wife was sharing a room with Ric Flair. Just based on the numbers, look at the percentages, look at the numbers. Yikes. And I, I mean, it just had to be. That'd be our mamas. It just be our mamas, man. It's just math. Mm, mm, mm. That, that's a that's a hard pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well uh, speaking of going through the gauntlet. Ooh, ooh, you beat me to it. Are we getting back on the same page? Or are we still mad at each other? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a good yeah, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I have one really good one here. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you, Asti, what yes. is the best or your favorite bad theme song? Bad it's got to be absolutely song. terrible. 
Wow. We did a man, whole podcast I, about theme songs. I, I man, theme songs are important. If you, you can have a great gimmick, if your theme song sucks, uh, you suck. I remember back in the day with those albums, I actually bought a few of those those CDs there with WWE Volume One, Two, Three, Four, all all mm-hmm. those bad. Man, That's what bad. I call Music Fifty Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, there you go. I think they're almost like on like hundred and fifty nine at this point. Honestly. Bro, I had like the original, oh. like the tape. When they when you got them from the, out of the catalog and they gave you exactly one minute of music, I had wow. uh, it had like Brett's on there, Hakushi, uh, they had uh, Yoko's music, uh, one two three kid, hey, and, uh, one two three kid, wow, yeah, the like even like right and then they had um it was uh, uh Adam Bomb. Adam, Adam Bomb. Bomb's music was on there, bro. And then, it, but it was the same songs on each side. The tape is legit <laughs> seven minutes long. So shout out to being thirsty as hell as a kid wanting to have wrestling theme music. Yo, shout out to Vince yeah. making a dollar. So, so what you got there? Oh, uh, man. Um, that is definitely a hard question for sure. Um, Maybe the maybe the, I, I guess they just had to use this. You remember the faction of, of Ken Shamrock? Vince was in there briefly. They were they were had the the two by fours, the Union or whatever that was. Oh my god! That that that's definitely that that Oof. that was just that's one of the worst factions also. But I definitely could throw that in there. Um, maybe our truth. <laughs> I actually uh, like him. But that, but that, that theme didn't really get it done for me. Um, there were some bad theme songs of some guys who ended up with legit theme songs. You go to like the original rock theme song before it became "If You Smell What the Rock's Cooking," and then yeah, when did yeah, the yeah, big the, one the, after he went from Rocky Maivia? It almost yeah. sounds like a song where they didn't know what they were doing. Bah, it's like, a, yeah, like it's like they cut half the bah, beat bah, and then they were like, it, "We it don't know, the, so we're only gonna throw like a trial bah, version bah, up here, and then we're gonna play it for four bah, minutes and see what's going down." Bah, bah. Um, no, those are good. I mean, we can uh, hyphen. If yeah, you then know. then it's just yeah. like the, the like the regular of like TL Hopper and like all of like the bad wrestlers and the horrible Oof. themes themes that have been out there. Um, that's tougher. I can give you a whole list of, of the of the best theme songs. Maybe some underrated theme songs. Well, but, uh, I don't know. Best bad song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad. That's probably it for bad. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I the one that popped in my head was was Tess entrance entrance music. I oh, I don't mind that. See, I, I don't, like I don't hate that at all. Music. It just test, test, test. What it is? Like, I don't hate that. <laughs> I never liked that. I mean, because I mean, when they were legit pushing tests, like when he was, had the Stephanie angle and everything, yeah. and it's like, okay, you got this big badass coming out, and it's like test, test, test. He could have been more of a badass if they didn't mess with Can the Stephanie thing. I mean, I get what doing that, but they didn't really mess it up. I mean, not for Stephanie. Daddy, why does Triple H always win? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he stuff. That was that daughter. same era. Correct. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Um, he was he was burying guys in relationships. I think the, I think the raw that I was, <laughs> he was watching a lot that, of things that interrupted then. the NBA finals or NBA play. I think it was the finals was when Vince was exposed as a leader uh, uh, and became the corporate ministry and he had it's me Austin. Austin. Yeah, it was me all along. Like, me yeah. all along. No one gets that reference when I do it. It makes me real sad. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So, Helen, if you're going to bring that up, though, I got one question there on bad theme songs. Because this okay. is what some think is a bad theme song. But I don't hate this either. And maybe this is weird that I wouldn't mind this theme song. But do you like or do not like, both of you, 
the Mr. Ass theme song when it when Billy Gunn had the legit Mr. Ass theme song because that's on a lot of lists of bad theme songs. Fucking hated it, bro. No, I didn't mind man. that. I like the beat. Fucking it. hated it. I never in my life. And I was like, you know, if song. if you're coming out, that's fine. That's fine. I don't know exactly. <laughs> coming out, he would then have a gay marriage on TV. Yeah, that that's True. what I'm saying. I'm also using hindsight, being that being 2020. It was after that, but yeah, but, right, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, what? Do, what are we doing here? This is like bluegrass. What? What are we? What are we trying to get at? With, I mean, not even the lyrics. I'm just saying, like, as far as like, just the melody. See, the melody and beat, so I didn't mind. Bad. Another one that's yeah. a, 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 my bad theme song. I'm gonna put down an Al Snow. What does everybody want? Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what they were doing there, but like that yeah, was just too it was, much. It was, it was like all a vibe. It was only yeah. a vibe. I'll give you the best worst. Do you have one hyphen? I, I just gave you test. Remember? Oh. Yeah, yeah. You said yeah, yeah, test. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was just making sure. Okay. No, I don't have another one because this is the <laughs> one that's going to win. Uh, it is a very garbage song, but it is an earworm. Okay. That if you hear it, you're going to be singing it for the rest of the day. It is Scotty Riggs and Marcus Alexander Bagwell, American Males theme song. Wow. You want something that you're never going to get out of your head? That. I low-key remember me liking that American Males. American Males. American (laughs) Males. Doc, wait a minute. We got to do this because... (laughs) Please play it. You, I don't think I've heard it since I was watching it as a kid. You're going to be singing this shit Me for neither. the rest of the night. I'm okay. sorry, but if you've ever... And, and lyrics like WCW always wrote like whole ass... Like they were really trying to, to like Bagwell, get them man. over yeah. NWL. Either that or they would buy the, um, you know, or, <laughs> songs yeah, yeah, for Hulk yeah. Hogan. This is, uh, this is like right they only before... Play one epi- once an episode. This is like right before they were like, yeah, let's just flat out buy songs. There you go, Doug. Chippendale's ass. See, this isn't bad right now. I'm okay with this. No. That's what says the best bad. It's the best bad song. Yeah, it sounds like a video game, basically. This is like Sega Genesis right now. Oh my god. (laughs) It's like a techno version. You uh, this this just sounds like yeah, that's the dance. Oh, See, that's, the only way that would have been better is if Bagwell was singing it. Because that was around the same era where WWE was very willing to have their wrestlers sing it and, in fact, forced some to sing it. Shawn Michael didn't want to sing. They made him sing. Like, and then, of course, Cena later too. on. Yeah, oh, and you're know, okay. Sherry singing. Yeah, so that was, that was a nice era when you have the wrestlers sing. But. Yeah, so, well, they, they weren't doing that. Um, but just like it's it's terrible because it's i mean it's like you know it's like 90s oh my god i can't believe they used to do that terrible and like it's not a bad song when you put it it sounds like an 80s song almost it's definitely like a um uh what's what's the skit um the chippendale skit with uh Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah it's you would that. be you would be ten out of ten. You'd be the winner if your body wasn't yeah, so bad, right? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's American males. Uh, also, uh, honorable mention for a man called Sting. Same guy. That's what you were going to go with. 
Yeah, uh, it, it's so it's so bad that it's amazing. Um, shout, shout out to, to RV RVD too. It, it's on here. It's low. Oh, you don't like that. that? You're not down with that song? No, no. As a bad <laughs> oh, no, song. No, no, no. Oh, okay. We're talking about the TNA version. Oh. Okay. Listen to this. All right. <laughs> it's so aggressive, Doc. And he's not an aggressive guy. He's high all the time. Right. That's why he's I'm not, like, he's I'm, not I'm, throwing I'm, hands with anybody. You meet him on the street, he's going to be. When that song screaming. was made by someone who's been on a Viagra trip for like five days. Right. We need, right. Like, we need screaming Steve to come on here and sing this song. Bro, and you're like, all right. Now, Steve, when you yell this song, we just don't <laughs> just don't rip off your skin again. Like, he's like that kind of guy. Don't hurt yourself. Like, God. Yes, those are great bad songs. Um, oh, all right, well, second question. <laughs> okay. In the gauntlet. Second question in the gauntlet. Uh, this is inspired by uh, WCW being brought up. Um, who is one of your favorite WCW wrestlers okay. when they were not in the NWO? Like, think of a run when they weren't in NWO that you enjoyed. So is it somebody that was eventually in the NWO? It's okay if they were eventually, but a time when they weren't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like DDP and Ric Flair, basically. Right. So most people have been. But, I mean, a time when they weren't in NWO and you enjoyed their work. Okay. Okay. Ah, man. Um, Well, the dude was in the – my favorite WCW guy, my favorite WCW personality would be Scott Hall, but obviously in the MWO the whole time. Probably maybe um, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, having a, you know, Kurt just in general, uh, him being just, I loving him in general, feeling like he's one of the most underrated, even when you bring up pure wrestler, even oh, yeah. just as that guy who can kick your ass at any time and just also being a mechanic. I feel like he's one of the most underrated in history, really. Yeah. And honestly, it's not even so 100%. much just his craft, but even when you go to the dark side of the ring and podcasts and talking about it in popular culture and media now, he doesn't get brought up as much. They're doing shows mm-hmm. on Brian Pillman. They're getting him brought up, and he's been dead since 95. Mr. Perfect lived great. to the early 2000s, and he's not – I feel like people that are 25 or under probably don't even know nearly yeah. enough about him or feel like he's legit Hall of Famer. They're probably – well, he's an IC champion for a little bit, and he was in some – you know, he was in a faction, and he never talked. And that's it. But that's not nearly the story of Mr. Perfect. So probably, obviously, he was Kurt Henning in WCW. Probably Kurt Henning and just him as a wrestling clinic machine prior to that stint in, um, what, NWO 2000? I think he was in that period. I hate rap. Rap is crap. Yeah, hate rap is crap. That was, I like that whole gimmick. It was cool. That run with him I thought was cool because they're playing off of his personality. They were able to, to bring in a little bit of mainstream involved with that as well. I think WCW doesn't get enough credit for involving mainstream and having success. And the mainstream guys actually being able to do it in the ring, like maybe more so than some others of WWE, but yeah, probably, probably Kurt Henning. Okay. Solid answer. Uh, handsome Bane. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard to choose. Um, Especially because... out of the NWO. Right. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> fucking there. That's, that's um, a good question. Man, um, I guess I mean to buy me some time. Um, I like Scott Norton the most when he was in NWO. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, as buff and tough, that's fucking great. Uh, to bring up Marcus <laughs> Alexander Bagwell again. Um, Shout out the buff man. Yeah, 
I never, I never was feeling buff. I, 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 I like buff. Anymore. The whole time he's in WCW, I, I, I liked okay. him. I don't know why, man. I was more I of a Scott was... Steiner dude at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I like when he beat up I'm thinking, back, well, randomly. Let's go. I mean, Harlem Heat book. No, 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 no. My favorite book run is WWE. But you could still have him be your favorite WCW dude. Big Papa He's one of the few that actually there. enhanced his Hall of Fame career and, and had a better WWE run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, King Bookha makes me put everything yeah, else away. Like that. I watched um, his doc recently, actually. It's pretty good. Um, man, you know, somebody who should have never been in the NWO to begin with. Uh, to say that he had to join the New World Order, baby. 260 pounds of blue-eyed foe, wink, wink. Yeah, that's crazy that, that he was in yeah, the right. like, People forget that probably, which is good. Why? <laughs> like, yeah, it's good the, they forget, yeah. There was no reason for the dream to be in the NWO. What, what, what the hell kind of sense did that make? There was no point in me being in there ever, baby. So They never uh, should have put the giant in there either. They should have, well, I mean, he was green to mm. grass. I, 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 I know I he him, was, but he, he was, he, he was already so a he, champion and against them prior well, to that. Well, yeah, that's just because they was trying to, you know, make, <laughs> they were just trying to re- repeat the 80s, baby. Yeah. Uh, you know, 1987 happened a very long time ago, and, uh, you know, they, they, they thought it was going to make money. Like I said, the boy was green as goose shit, and they put him in there and won the title in his first match. That's, that's crazy to me, baby. But anyway. It's crazy, yeah. It's happened before. You know, uh, <laughs> I'd rather see, I would rather see Dusty in polka dots than in black and white, baby. Uh, it just didn't make no goddamn sense. Get some Dusty Rose memorabilia. I saw Booker T was trying to hawk his uh, NWO shorts from uh, from his tights, from his brief yeah, WWE yeah, NWO yeah, appearance yeah. that everyone forgets about as Man, well. It's like super rare, yeah. That's a very yeah. interesting show too. So I mean, yeah. To, to I mean, <laughs> to answer your question, Marks, um, it is uh, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, man. Like, come on, dog. They shouldn't yeah. even been in there ever. Yeah, that that's a great one. They were really throwing anything at the wall at that point. <laughs> well, they that was pretty Dusty. early too when Dusty was in there. Yeah, Dusty that, was that in was... there within the first two years, I feel like. Yeah, that, that was after they started losing the ratings, though, because I had I was I was not watching it anymore. Was like, eh. I could have said Jeff Jarrett as well, even though obviously he came from WWE and I, a lot of it was in the NWO. But I like mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett as a singles champion towards the end of WCW, hitting people with a guitar. I actually was down with it. I know that <laughs> it wasn't when his best work and he doesn't like talking about it. But that, He could I, make um, amazing heat as a heel. I think he's um, very underrated historically as well. Yeah, I can so, tell you as someone who won a spelling bee, spelling all of the words like double j jeff jarrett it gets heat um (laughs) i've mentioned this before but we were doing double consonant words all the whole spelling bee was all double consonants and i kept spelling shit like jeff jarrett and it was getting on their nerves could have brought up some of the songs with uh (laughs) With the roadie back in the day, or maybe like, some some yeah. bad songs. Out I remember, yeah, I remember listening to my baby tonight. Like, oh shit, 
He still um, complained that they didn't put enough of those out and that they didn't do enough with those songs back I'm, then. Well, he would have people would have stuck around at that point since he jumped ship a couple times. He like, jumped ships like so much. He the giant face turned and he left companies and went back like so much in that era, man. It was yeah. crazy. Boy, oh boy. All right, so so my answer to my favorite uh, WCW run that was not when they weren't in NWO would be Dean Malenko. Wow, man of a thousand holes. Jesus, that's that's how out of touch I am. I mean, whatever. Can you remember a sentence that he said? Not a damn one. But you know how many matches (laughs) he won and how how good he looked on his thousand. He was really really good. Absolutely. Like, bro, he was in peak condition. And like, yeah, he had no mic skills. Couldn't speak. Very at all, limited. Like, all his he, friends could talk too. Like, mm-hmm. what was he doing when they're hanging out? Like, he must. He, he'd walk in just like this. They used to play the old Batman music or something. Yeah. He, he'd been balding since he was twenty-one. He was holding on in the night. Looked 90s, like he was forty-five though. at twenty-one. Yes, he did. Just like Boris. <laughs> and he had to have been twenty at some point because he's not eighty now. So if he's right. like sixty now, <laughs> right. he was like forty then, and then just... like prior to that, he was starting at twenty. But he looked like he was forty-five. But I always pop for Dean Malenko, man. When okay. he was feuding with Jericho, he's feuding Mysterio, whoever he's he was beefing matches. I don't I know if anyone's like, popping. Oh, this is the greatest shit I've ever seen in my life. The, yes. the Mysterio matches. I'm just like, yes. Oh, he's trying to kill that small man. Dog. Like, he's such a bully. Like, he, he didn't do this against Arn Anderson last week. You look or up with Sean Waltman <laughs> back then as there six. There you go. Six. You yeah. look up Ruthless Aggression, the pitcher Dean Malenko used to be in there. Until Vince bought the the picture to put like John Cena in there. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was when Rick Rude came back, and when he was on WCW, when he was on Raw and Nitro on the same night. Right. Was he in the NWO? <laughs> I'm just trying to remember if he was. Was up. he in the NWO and DX simultaneously? Then <laughs> that's what I'm asking because I feel like they brought him in on some NWO shit. Because I think well, basically, he was on the Raw when he was still part of he DX, was DX which, yeah. but then the, the same time that it was on TV because that was taped, obviously, was when he was yeah. with the NWO and they were talking about we welcome Brett because that was after the screw job. And they Brett didn't show up yet, but they're waving the Canadian flag. So I think, in terms think, of a broadcast, he was the only guy ever to be in DX and the NWO simultaneously. That sounds air. like that sounds right. I think I've heard I think that that's before. correct. Yeah, yeah, I know all of that. I'm just trying to make yeah, I gotta know. Because yeah, if, that's if correct, that, then. yeah, yeah, it says Rick Rude joins NWO, yeah, well, then, yeah, um, it's Rick Rude, yeah, that's my I forgot, I fucked up the baby, sorry, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Rick Ratherton, Rick Rude, uh, okay. that dangerous alliance era where they mm. fucking basically incubated uh, a stone cold Steve Austin for you, like <laughs> where you go back and watch and like look at all of his influences in there, oh, yeah. You know, you got you had Bobby Eaton. Bobby, that's who I'm starting with. You had beautiful Bobby Eaton in there, like beautiful. Arn Anderson, Larry Zabisco. All right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Dean Malenko should have been Arn Anderson if he could have had a personality. It, it was there. The seeds were there. Dean Dean Malenko. Or if Dean was able, they should have gave Dean the Stone Cold gimmick that they originally wanted to give Stone Cold prior to letting his personality pop, where he just was Stone Cold the serial killer. Oof. That could have been, that was like the idea for Vince. The Iceman. So that could the Iceman. That could have been that could have been Dean, I guess. But Dean, Dean yeah, he Malenko. looks like he could have been Arn Anderson's child, honestly. He looks Dean like Malenko him. is the wrestler that Larry Zabisco thought he was. 
Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, they have the same that, amount just, of body just, hair, though. Larry Zabisco swore he was like, nice. like a threat. You <laughs> 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 listen to him on, on commentary, yeah. like Larry Zabisco, you swear you beat everybody ass. Sit down somewhere, bro. But um, yeah, yeah. That but that that incubator that gave us Stone Cold Steve Austin with you know Arn Anderson's promos, ravishing Rick Rude's yeah. the big you know, the big handheld phone, yeah. Medusa, Paul, like dog, yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Rick a squad, Rick. man. There it is. Hell of a Maybe most underrated faction ever, honestly. And that's obviously oh, one that's never going to be yeah. put in the Hall of Fame as they are, probably, but probably won't be. But that's, yeah, the most underrated faction. I mean. <laughs> if they want to get Stone Cold in there twice, they'll do it. Hey. No other way to get Stone Cold in there twice, I guess. Uh, Hollywood. What are they going to do the two man power trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could. No, I think that would be if they. It be, if that they want to throw some dap to though. Pillman's family, they would do I've, the Hollywood Blonde, and then yeah. Stone Cold would go up there and cry and talk about the necklace that Pillman gave him. In the that was a good ass. Uh, that was a good ass. Uh, dark side of the ring, though. That was good. That was That's two just... parts. Yeah, yeah. If they want to do that and they want to give dap to Pillman, whose career got too cut short, probably to legitimately mm-hmm. have a Hall of Fame resume, but probably yeah. would have been that. That's what they. That would be the only other way. But that would be legit paying homage. WCW and granted they've you know they put Sting in they've done that in the past. I mean dog. I, I feel like they don't need oh. to put Stone Cold in again. But everybody else gets in twice. The Rock's gonna go in with the Nation at some point. Yeah, there's gonna be some guys in there three four times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, like you're in, you're in, but. I think Ric Flair's going to start getting mad once they're doing that and being like, hey, I, I was the first two-time Hall of Famer. I got to get in there again. Find me another way. Now I've been there three times with Evolution as well, but I got to get in That's there. That's what again. I was going to say. Yeah, didn't he in there three times? Jesus. He's in there three now, yeah. What a, mark. What a mark for himself. Like, <laughs> he is a mark for himself. That's yeah. why he put me made... in that Hall of Fame, baby. <laughs> like, all right, all right. All right. Go home, Rick. Oh, man. Rick's in there twice now? Yeah, it's, it's your question. Yourself. This has been a great gauntlet so Live from an undisclosed location in a basement in New York City, it's me, Crank, ruler, well, mayor of Dimension X and the producer of the hottest new pod in that dimension or this one, the Shredhead Pod, starring the Blasian Batty, aka Google Chrome Dome, aka Ado Nobu Hagen, aka my best friend. Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. And we've put aside our differences with the Ninja Turtles to be your weekly source of hot takes, sports, and entertainment news. Stay all the way and hear who Saki has named as his Cretan of the Week and find something valuable in the Shred commendations. So we'll see you on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever your pods are cast. The Shredhead Pod is a member of the Hyphen Podcast Group. Oh, um, damn. I guess we should just do kind of a lightning round then. Um, uh, I said it was great. I didn't say it was a long gauntlet, but okay. I mean, you know, you mentioned it. Um, I'm actually there, dropped there my book. Chemistry messing up again. There it is. All right. No, no, it's all good. Um, worst <sighs> faction you liked. I know I'm doing I'm, I'm worst faction weird. by by like who's <laughs> maybe it wasn't a bad faction. Uh, worst faction that I liked. NWO. Okay, I got one. 
This is a bad faction, but I liked it because this is the only time my guy was able to be a leader of a faction. X Factor. When when <laughs> when X Pac was leading a faction very for like can you six remind months. us who was in X Factor with him, please? Yeah, that was uh, just incredible. And I believe um, Prince Albert. That's right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. See, I oh. was pulling this out. This is I, I, this is totally off the cuff that I'm able to remember yeah. this even. This is, and they, that was also another bad theme music. That's they a had good that pull. Rock. They had they had that slow Kid Rock song. Oh. <laughs> they had you, you, like you it have... wasn't even it, like the X Pac came out of DX. He's a two time Hall of Famer because of badass factions in the NWO and DX. He just previously had Rage Against the Machine on on freaking theme song, and then he's turning around. And this is obviously years later in a different type of era. But he's getting slow melody Kid Rock with a oh. faction called X Factor. Dude got got a big Prince Albert body hair all over his body, just incredible dancing all over the place. And, and obviously a bald head that's glaring off and the, the body the, hair, the, heat. the lights. And then X, it was just the weirdest collection. And I know that X-Pac and Justin Credible are friends in real life, but to the fan, it just made no damn sense. And it didn't get to go anywhere, but it was nice that X-Pac was able to be a leader of a faction when he obviously was a sidekick for so many years, but that that's that sure, yeah. i wrote i was rooting for that because i liked him so that that would be a bad faction that i was down wow with. um go ahead Hyfe. I, i'm pulling it up now because i don't remember everybody who was in it but it, it, it's yeah. a group from tna you thought i wasn't gonna get all three guys didn't you you thought you were gonna stump me no i, I honestly didn't remember okay i, I trusted in you Asti. <laughs> okay so this is a group from tna and it consisted of kurt angle Sting, Kevin Nash, oh, Booker T, oh Scott like Steiner, Christian Cage, yeah. Samoa Joe, and don't forget Tracy Brooks, the main event mafia. <laughs> Tracy Brooks. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. That was almost like, yeah, you're all Yo, champions. I don't know what it was because it's like, I mean, at this point, this is before, I mean, we were already saying all these guys are washed aside from like Angle and that's it. Maybe Christian hey. <laughs> at this I point. I mean, that's, and Joe, and Joe. not every faction has pretty much crossed the board Hall of Fame though. That's true. I mean, th- this is a tough team, but I mean, it w- it was. I know they dominated there for a little while. Well, it was a TNA storyline, of course. So it was a it was a big deal for TNA. But obviously, you look at that on paper, and it's like, hey guys, let's just all get together and collect yeah, checks. Sense, yeah. So I-, I enjoyed watching the main event mafia. They had some legit, um, interesting things happen. And Sting in a faction doesn't do it for me. He needs well, to be by himself. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. So, so that's my answer: is the main event mafia. Ugh. <laughs> They're supposed to be great. It's a man. bad faction. It's just the like, idea of that was absolutely to be to be all these Hall of Famers to be he, great. You're yeah, hate they, they thought they had they a are. slam dunk, and that shit was yeah. trash. It's like it's like when they decided to put peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, and like they was like, huh? Uh-huh? Like how lazy can you uh-huh? be? Get a knife out, scoop them. Um, yeah, you don't, don't need them. No, we, put, we made this goober shit. Ketchup uh, and mustard in the same jar. What no, you know man. about that? Ugh. Yeah, just lazy. lazy asses. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> trash. Um, that's such a such a bad one. It is. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I think. Uh, 
right to censor, bro. Like, okay, it got the heat that it was supposed to get. It probably was more successful than the other two because it did get the heat that it, they wanted. It, yeah, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to piss you like when. And I mean, I loved Ivory, but like that didn't seem too much out of her character. But then yeah. when we got the good father, bro, yeah, when we got the good father. I was, I yeah. felt legit betrayed. They took like, Val Venus away from us. Man. Oh my god, yeah. Well, Val, Val was a fucking pervert, dog. Like, well, yeah, Val was a <laughs> it was like, but he was the, Val Venus. That was okay. It was, I was, but at I the time, remember, like, he lived his gimmick. But that was like right around the time where they're basically telling you, "I'm sorry." We're gonna turn all your rated R into really PG and ruin yeah, your childhood. Yeah, yeah. This is I, what they were exactly. doing. But we got we got the stock market to worry about. Yeah, bro. Yep. When they man, when 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 Goodfather came out there, I was like, not you, bro. Not the God, bro. Like hey, it was that was one the of my train. Yeah, yeah. That was my, one of my favorite gimmicks, dog. Is just coming out like offering you the logical choice of like, dog, we're about to go party. You want to party or do you want to get beaten up by a large man? <laughs> or even if you can beat me up like it would yeah. be like there's there's no benefit to this like it's like the gimmick he was the most logical man in the locker room because he's like dog i right. have women who are willing to party with us you want to wrestle one of them <laughs> or me yeah every time and, he, and it was like why didn't they always take that like it was no title on the line it was just like we just you know, all right. We yeah, just have yes. a match on TV, dog. We just, I'm out here. Hey, Ma, I'm on TV. I'm about to get the shit. That's one of the of factions me. where there's no point to it. Because usually a faction would either try to promote somebody and bring them up, like Evolution with Randy Orton and Batista, or you'd have a bunch of great guys. And then you have one clearly at the top with DX and Triple H was running that DX army, or even the Horsemen, where it's still about Flair as champion, but it's legit Hall of Fame talent together. Mm-hmm. And their story, they're in storylines. They're all like that's another great thing for a yeah. faction. You need to have everyone in something, whether it's collective, the top guys, the champ, or you have even the undercard guys, mid-card guys in storylines too. You still gotta be in a storyline. That was something where it was just there are no storyline individually, it's just collectively, and it's mid-card in general, and no one no one cared. Undisputed was, era. <laughs> yeah. They did that pretty well with them, I thought. Yeah. So, so I completely get it, but yeah, uh, shout out to the Godfather man uh, for, and, and shout know. out to the Good Father for getting the, getting the heat, getting what he was supposed to do. Yeah, because yeah, but... you know sometimes Vince has to take a piss. <laughs> you know, people make him upset, so he has to. Not that I liked it, but you remember thing. when they when they stuck Lance Storm with uh, Edge and Christian, and they had everyone <laughs> from Canada in like this like really poor man's version of, of what they were doing with the Hart family uh, a decade earlier, and it oh was just goodness. yeah, and it, it was it, you had Edge, yeah, people Alberta, with personality, Canada. and they were brought down by Lance Storm, who for some reason can bring a personality to Twitter but could not bring it to a microphone. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a learned thing. It was, it was thing. tough. Cause I'm from Calgary. Alberta, that Canada. Bad, that, was a, that was a bad era for factions. <laughs> that was like all around the same time. <laughs> and then they, they don't just everybody they, had to have a faction. Yeah. But now they just don't. This is like, hey, right. you know what? Nah. Yeah. We're not gonna do it anymore. People who should be probably in a faction, but we won't do it. Man, I why? mean, why why? I mean, New Day obviously works for the three of them, but I really thought New Day was gonna be Oh, I thought big, that'd be trash. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that'd be nothing. I don't think they that was an accident. They didn't nearly well, no, 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 think no. New Day was going to be what it was. I don't think the New Day uh, I mean I didn't think 
well, I don't know what I thought at the time. I thought they were going to do a new nation domination is what I thought. I mean, I thought the idea of the New Day, especially how they're recruiting each other at first, I thought it was going to be a larger faction, like maybe six members, yeah. and it ended up just being the three of them. I honestly thought it was going to be the three of them, but go nowhere. Cause when early on, it was kind of religious and they had like a Bible music or like it, it didn't appear that it was their personalities just wouldn't let it be that. And they had to have yeah. it be great. And I actually worked for a TV station and a couple of my friends and I, we would do the new day clap just out of nowhere in the newsroom and nobody knew what <laughs> we were doing, but that it became a mainstream thing that I don't think they nearly thought it would be oh, no initially. Way. Well, um, yeah. I remember thinking they were going to be like the new nation and like, because we hadn't had anything else that like worked. And by we, I mean, black folks, just to yeah. be clear, like they couldn't that, do the nation now, though that would be they would get criticized. right. I was, I, I was, like, that would be like that, racist now. <laughs> you know, no. What's funny is like if you go back and watch like um, uh, a clips from like Phil Donahue and stuff, where they're like people out there that the the nation was mimicking, and you watch it and you're like, no, they were right. <laughs> it's just yeah, like you wow. see like all the the horrified I mean, white Farouk, folks like this like, yeah, yeah. like yeah it's a whole bunch of stuff where like you know again the, the thing is to be a credible heel where you're saying like things that people had really done and then you know like you're like well you're an asshole for making us feel bad about it and it's like no 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 you guys suck and, um, <laughs> and you randomly had owen hart there like right Right, exactly. Owen. Yeah, guys, we're like, pretty bad. Barbecue. Like, yeah, that, that's a, that's a wrestler who doesn't fit a faction. If that's ever a question, is somebody who was great on their own but didn't fit what a faction he was put in. Like, well, other than our foundation, yeah. This was fucking great. Oh, um, true. But... but yeah, yeah. I I remember like writing into I forgot who it was. I, I don't know if it was PWI. It was somebody. Um where they were you know talking about well why do they have to be angry or you know whatever and i remember just at the time because that's all i remember us ever having as like a credible gimmick that's going to get on tv and get some time was to have like angry black men and i was just like dog you're gonna have to let us have this one and then you know like seeing how it worked out and seeing how they did it their way i was so glad i've never been so happy to be wrong to where well, then you had The Rock, though, be what he became, obviously a legend, but right. then identify more as Samoan. Right, which, you know, whatever. That's his thing. But as far as, like, with New Day, I with New yeah. Day especially, I had I felt seen. Like, you know, they weren't trying to be... Well, New Day, I'm glad that New Day did their like thing and had that success, because right before <laughs> that, you had crime time in the middle. Right. In terms of, like, yeah. an all Like, I went to college, fashion. bro. I, I, I'm still paying for my bachelor degree, so... Right. It's like I want some other guys that also went to school and also, right. you know, just did it their way and didn't necessarily have to carry a gun or a living. You know, I mean, well, you know, you can tell New Day had a group text <laughs> and they legit got together and said to themselves, "This gimmick, this faction sucks. We're yep. not going to let it suck. We're going to make something out of this." And it ended. If New Day did, it's almost really underrated for what that did, even in general to the world. Because yeah. if New Day was a, was allowed to suck, which a, was supposed to be what it was, and if New Day did not get together and make that something, Kofi would never have been champ. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And then you never would have had somebody looking like him being a champion as a single WWE champion, not world champion, what we had with Mark Henry and, and others and, and King Booker and all mm-hmm. that. But not even The Rock identifying as both, which is cool for his heritage, but that's that's legit. 
I remember Kellen, you wrote, you were, I think we were on a podcast, you almost cried about this. I mean, that was how cool that moment was. That yeah. would have never happened if New Day didn't have the success mm-hmm. prior. And it really feels like they got together and oh yeah definitely early on what they just nerded out and really like, how yep. can we do this how can we take it and that yeah, might they have been were definitely on one accord they foresaw that but yeah that would never happen if, if well Vince got yeah his well, way they, what the script was they also say like vince legit thought like the happy clapping shit was going to catch on like he they say he was like shocked that that corny ass preacher's gimmick didn't yeah. work. Like he was like legit, like, bro, I thought they would dig it. Like, what the fuck? They're booing you. What is going on? Like, and, and I know let us rock. people. And then we'll just pass out some pancakes and we'll be, we'll be faces. They got pancakes over, dog. Like, they did. That's the other They just got shit over. And it was just like, well, if I mean, they can just get everything over. The entire run of, as WWE champion, he kept the pancakes. They were so popular. Nobody, they got over a sex tape. They got over injuries. <laughs> they got over a scandal. They allowed themselves to have the first African American WWE champ, who's legit identifying as that as a single. That. I mean, man, like yeah. <laughs> they, they, they should got, have their own doc that should be put on CNN. I mean, they, they, they yeah, when it's all work. said and done, yeah, that's when a whole thing group. Done, they need they need in as a group at yes. some point for that. Hundred percent agree. All right. All right. Well, so, well I think that's the gauntlet. Since we're talking up, since since we're here, okay, you know, we're driven up. We've driven up to the door of the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Kellen, knocking um, at that door. Okay, I did get the list earlier. I did get the list earlier. There, there, there's some guys that I would have put on there if they weren't already in. That's a money list. Some of my favorites are on that list. I mean, Macho Man, um, Kevin Nash, definitely. Well, actually, I should read it off right now. Go ahead. Yeah. Which are, get everything. Go ahead. Uh, so again, uh, all of these mem- all of these guys are already in the hall. These guys and gals, I should say. Uh, the Diddy P, uh, Undertaker, Kevin Nash, D Town Kevin Nash, uh, MJF, China, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Sensational Sherry, uh, Savannah Summers. Mick Foley, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig, Randall Keith Orton, uh, Shawn Michaels, Randall Poffo, Nikolai Volkov, Rick Rude, Randall Poffo, the <laughs> British Bulldog. <laughs> that was not bad. That's not bad. That boy did crack before his biggest match ever. Uh, Triple H. And Brett the Hitman Hart. Remember when British Bulldog came back and just wore blue jeans, mm-hmm, blue jeans mm-hmm. in, a, in a program with Triple H? It's just like a yep. freaking Bulldog. Then he died, I think, a year later. Jesus. <laughs> like, it was like his, it was like his one song was wearing blue jeans and losing to Triple H. If only he knew. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. All right. So if now, Mike Osti, we are ready for your okay. inductee. Okay. All right. Without any further ado. Good job, there's some, there's some some great legendary names there. They've all had an impact one way or another. I think Kellen knew I had to go here because nobody else is going to go here. He's already been brought up on the show. He's currently a two-time WWE Hall of Famer, but not yet in as an individual. But he's going to be here in this one. That's Sean Walton. All right. Yeah, we'll take. We'll do it. We'll take. We'll take Mister Go Away Heat himself. Yeah, and I will man. say. Sean Waltman, one of the most underrated light heavyweight type wrestlers ever. Without him, you wouldn't get the 
segue into the lighter guy being in legit programs. He did a lot mm-hmm. with that program, of course, with with, uh, with Razor Ramon. I almost went Scott Hall, but I feel like someone will throw him in there a bone. Yeah, he'll get I don't know if Sean's ever, Sean Waltman's ever going to get in there as an individual, even though that apparently was discussed once, but they gave him the two uh, programs there with DX and the NWO. It just fit those groups more than anybody else. He was the, those personalities. He's the only guy ever to hold the light heavyweight and cruiserweight titles simultaneously. And WWE doesn't even give him credit for it. They put up those articles mm. on the guys who have the belt simultaneously and they ignore him like it didn't happen. Mm. So it why don't y'all give him his props, you it. cowards? Yeah, I saw it. It happened. It went down. Um, obviously, he's had some personal demons involved with his hey. life, but he's also a great dude. If you listen to him on any interview, he's maybe one of the most knowledgeable dudes about wrestling history out there. Very true. And he was the measuring stick. You, you came in, you had a match with him. If it was no good, you're out. If it was good, mm-hmm, you had a mm-hmm. chance. So I actually remember that when some when he was put in for the second time, because a lot of multi-time Hall of Famers, he's the only one that's a multi-time Hall of Famer and not in as an individual at all. And somebody tried to tweet, and they mentioned Kevin Nash in there about, oh, this is a great picture of all these Hall of Famers, and it was the click picture. And, it, you know, and also your Make-A-Wish Kid with Sean Waltman in there, too. Mm-hmm. And Big Sexy just ran over him and talked about what I just talked about. Oh, yeah. Um, Big so, Sexy. Yeah, I'm going to go Sean Waltman, and you can put it in there as one, two, three kid, as six, as X-Pac, whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, we got him in there. Um, I was most fan of X-Pac. Um, but, and he even, made, he even made Shane McMahon look good in a match before Shane McMahon got good in matches. You're not help Shane McMahon that. before Shane McMahon was able to stick. do it on his own. He you was said it yourself. Yeah, so... I think he's very, very underrated. I don't know if he's ever going to get in as an individual, even though he should, based on some guys that are freaking in. I mean, there's some guys with worse individual resumes in that thing. And I know he's our, you don't want to make him a three-time Hall of Famer, but that's your own problem. Like, that's not that's not my problem. That's not Xbox problem. He, he does deserve it on his own, but I'm going to go Sean Waltman here. No, I, I, uh, that, that's, a, that's a great selection, man. Like, no, it's uh, not, brother. Uh, no, it's not, man. <laughs> I demand a recount, brother. Stop you sons comments. of gun bitches. Oh, you keep leaving me out. That's right. I wanted to use the bad word, man. Sons of gun bitches. You, 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 you go off on this Don't long vacation, say. man. Nobody tells me, brother. I'm just locked up in the closet. You know, just drinking hey, brother, fabuloso. You can't cut the mustard. <laughs> I don't even know what to do right now, brother. I'm in there drinking fabuloso, man. You know, trying to stay alive. You sons of bitches left me here, man. Nobody told me nothing. And then, when the garage door opened, man, I fully expected to be getting my my invitation, man. I said, great. We got somebody in here besides these two chocolate chips, man. They're oh, going to put man. me in the Hall of Fame, brother. Oh, and man. Then, Hulk, if you stop short, Eric Bischoff will go so far up your ass, you'll know who they had for Britain. No way, man. I'm walking behind him, brother. No way, man. <laughs> yeah. He's paying for everything. I'm broker than a convict, man. I just squandered all that bread. Somehow Linda got her claws on it, brother. Yeah. I hate that bitch, man. But anyway, yeah. brother. Hey, 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 hey. She sucks, man. No, dude. He had to spend some money for his son who almost killed someone. She's legit trash, brother. Um, anyway. Who cost, who cost you more money, Linda or the son that almost killed someone? Uh... Asking a hard question. Nick, Nick, remember that? No one wants to talk about that. And uh, remember, let's get, that, he did that crash happened. up my Viper, man. I was really <laughs> pissed about that, brother. It's my damn Viper. 
but yeah. that's just something else that Linda didn't get in the divorce, man. So that's fine. That's you know what? That's fine. And then Linda started dating a guy who looked like Hulk Hogan's, you know, right arm thirty years earlier. And then I started dating. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, lookalike of his daughter. Yes. Uh, what do you want, Hulk? Yeah. Why are you? I want to get in the Hall of Fame, brother. But if I can't get in the Hall, man, I'll just. If take... you knew more than three moves, we could put you in. Learn a fourth move. Well, have you have you seen the tape, brother? From Japan? <laughs> no. Not... Three moves work for you. Why do you need to learn a fourth? I guess. Wait, wait. Did the did the Japan tape come out, brother? You're talking about oh, the other. Tape. Talking about completely different tape, man. I was talking about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you were no, talking no, about no, a different no. kind of wrestling. Yeah, I yeah okay. Known. Well, I was. Well, I, I don't know if talking... you got to. I don't know if you go open up the whole can of tricks in there either. I said something. No, I was saying I was being gross. Yeah, I know? mean, you told you turned Howard Stern. You didn't get to do what you really like to do. <laughs> you know, that's just for Howie, man. I'm already in the, in that Hall of Fame. Howie. Anyway, man, I just came on, man, to just create some chaos. I'm getting out of here, man. This is my theme song. I'm out. Hulk, turn that off. Turn that off. All right. That's Hulk Hogan, ladies and gentlemen. That's something they want you to forget about is they're trying Hulk Hogan. to appreciate him back in. Yeah. Okay. Hulk Hogan. You left Hulk's... him locked up in the. Oh, I completely forgot he was here, bro. I'm for sorry. Three and a half weeks. Hey, man. You know, it's just the, he's got we the got red, white, and blue. Hell, I'm not surprised through. that your 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 tag partner here is heel turning on you because you left him not only to hang out with your dad, but then the week earlier, did you leave him for my wedding? I mean, it's a lot of I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I did. He probably didn't appreciate see? that. Yeah. I I sure did. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that though. But, uh, man, you know, I mean, Hulk's got, we, we got the red, lucky, white, though. and blue running through his veins, man. You know, so we, we got lucky. It's probably because Osti's here. Because he's normally way more belligerent than that. He felt like he had a comrade in the room. Okay. Something. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know if that's the bigger insult, though. You know. <laughs> it might be because I called him comrade and he definitely ain't Russian. We know that. Oh, he was my gosh. pissed off on Nikita Koloff going into Oh, home. man. Oh, man. Well, um, wow. oh. So, uh, <laughs> I guess that just leaves our, my, my final question. We won't be doing a game. We'll be doing. We won't be doing a a, a three man weave, or a, because you know, I mean, I could, I, I mean, I could come up with a question, but I don't want to. I want to know this. I want to know, guys, who to you had the best heel or face turn in real life? Well, as real as Hollywood could be, or you know, show business or whatever. Um. Okay, I got one. All right, go for it. All right, LeBron. When he, when he left the Cavs initially, this is the Ooh. Northeast Ohio, Akron, hometown boy, drafted there, chosen one, wanted to do it for them, took him to a finals, even though it was him and the Funky Bunch, one of the worst teams ever to be, be to a final. That should be a plus on his resume, not a negative. Talk Gets about there ba- no actions, seven. Jesus. Yeah, and then 
You get the decision, not even just that he he left because people leave all the time, but he left his hometown. They hadn't won at that point. It was the Cleveland City curse with no title for any team since 64. And he does it with the decision. And you get that first year when he loses the Mavs where he's still trying to be nice. He doesn't know what to do. And then you basically hear the interviews from Dwayne Wade admitting this, that he basically just said, I'm going to embrace the heel. I'm going to embrace the hate. Mm-hmm. And the 2012 heat, to, when they disbanded a, a couple years later, the, that was a heat crew that they they relished being the heel. And yeah, Kevin Durant and others have kind of done the same thing and embraced mm-hmm. being hated, but they did it first. And they were batteries thrown at them. This this is not the 1980s yeah. or the 60s or this another country. This is the United This is States a Smoky Mountain wrestling. This, this is Midwest, <laughs> and we're talking mid, you know, 2010s, and they're getting batteries thrown at them, and that's not Santa Claus who's getting hit. So I'm going to say LeBron. He might not have liked it at first, but he did a legit heel turn. He would then later do a face turn, of course, mm-hmm, later on mm-hmm. when he would go back and break the curse and win one for Cleveland. They don't care now that he's the Lakers. Cleveland. But at that point, that was legit heel turn. Legit hate. Like, like serious hate. I don't think he could have went back to Cleveland and walked a dark alley at midnight at that point. No. So, uh, think uh, about I'm, you I'm, smelly I'm Cleveland marks as a Michigander. I'd like to let you know that the, the, the state, the state, the state of it, the state of Ohio sucks. It, it is, does. it is a speed trap. All flat. It's yeah. all flat. I'm not, I'm not impressed by anybody driving there. And as all a flat. Michigander, uh, you are literally beneath me. So it does suck. There. Suck yeah. on that. Everybody hates your state. Um, you got you know, some okay golf courses, but yeah, Cleveland had you know LeBron and Bone Thugs in Harmony, and that's all you ever gave us. And Jim Brown, I mean, let's be real, sure. Um, <laughs> what have you done for me lately, dog? Like, yeah, seriously, it's been a while, it's been a while. Jim. Yeah, Ohio, go fuck yourselves, yeah, with a buckeye. Not even just Cleveland, whole all of Ohio. Oh, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, especially the rest of Ohio. I, I can get behind Ohio State. Fuck Ohio State. Man, listen, <laughs> I yeah, I'll, I'll go burn that fucker to the ground. Anyway, um, yeah, you're literally beneath me, Ohio. You suck. You, I tell you to do better, but you can't. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I feel good about that. I almost went Tiger, but he's still got so many fans like that. I don't think he he was hated by some for the whole sex scandal and that. Hey, man, it, hey. there was so much else going on. You know, I, LeBron hey. was the legit heel turn. Hey, man, I always I always been been a Tiger fan, so I'm gonna go. Hey. You know, Tiger. You know, we, I mean, you got beat up. You got what you got. You know, I don't get it, but all right. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, legit baby face turn. I'm going with the one, the only Bob Ross. If you never heard the history of one Bob Ross, uh, he wasn't always flexing the fro. He was a legit. No way. He was a legit drill sergeant, and uh, the people he trained were like, "Dog, this guy sucks." All right, Bob Ross. Who probably went by some other name, you know, you know, Sergeant Robert. Yeah, Bob Ross yeah. is not a drill sergeant name. Yeah, it's Bob not. Ross. It's not at all. Um, and so, 
yeah, you know, Sergeant Ross, though, like that does sound like a dickhead, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, yeah, he had the buzz cut, and I think the, his, I gotta see a picture of this. I gotta see a picture. Yeah, I mean, look it up. But um, well, I'll, maybe I'll do it. But yeah. um, he, yeah, they, I don't know if it exists, but because that can't whatever. be a quick Google search when you get Bob Ross, you're getting the afro. Like that's not mm, coming up immediately, right? Yeah, it's 2021 now. Um, let me see, Bob Ross, drill sergeant. <laughs> Okay, if you type in drill, you definitely get sergeant after that for Bob Ross. Famous veteran Bob Ross, military.com. Born Robert Norman Ross. Wow. From Orlando, Florida. So I don't think that could be any less of a badass location. Norman Ross? Like, that's a drill sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. But he's from Uh, Orlando, boy band capital of the world there. mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's no one from Orlando beaten. Like, I can't, I don't want to get beat up by someone from Orlando. Like yeah. not, <laughs> they bought like, that life <laughs> yeah like uh, you know like Dear Orlando, some, <laughs> don't go fuck yourself else. please leave us alone um not yeah but just yeah so you know he it was like one day he's he's there and he's just like what am i doing dog <laughs> he essentially just has like a he's just like soul searching the yeah. most baby face of ways to turn baby face no event that I can think of, you know, he didn't like witness somebody be struck down, you know, as a military personnel. It was like, right. yeah, dog, am I an asshole? <laughs> like, <laughs> which is Maybe the realest are. way to ever like just turn face to where it's just like, wait a minute, is this what people see? And just like genuinely want to make a change and grow your hair out and like permit Paint to get a throw and be one of the the most and, duplicated halloween costumes ever fam and, and to <laughs> be like yeah true it's the least problematic fro it's like the one that white folks can wear without worry about backlash i like, can no, put it together I'm, if bob I ross, if I, I'm bob ross if <laughs> i didn't cut my hair for a year or something i think i can put that together uh, but uh yeah just that that with some perm super baby face feeding squirrels with little bottles and shit like he's the, he's question do you have does anyone have another heel to face that's maybe more known because i love that one but i thought that was hard to feel like i can do a lot of of faces to heels you could even do justin timberlake for some people from face to heels. oh yeah 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 but yeah. like um, it's hard to think of heel meaning hated first to then face and outside of wrestling and pop because you got to be famous at one point so you're famous for just being hated i feel like that's mm-hmm. harder i couldn't think of as many people you got you got me with another that one? would be tough but um if i had to do one more i've i'd probably go don lemon who just like was it was re- okay yeah because it was just like he had some views and opinions at first that you know i don't know if he'd love now though but i mean i maybe he's he, well there are people he's polarizing that like, now, I think. He, yeah before he was just in the doghouse but then you know he had some opinions and he said some things to where it was like all right well maybe but yeah that's definitely harder to go was there uh, ever a time that donald trump was a face that's the only one i'm thinking of just because obviously he was still a heel way 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 back but he was in home alone like maybe apprentice Way was he Maybe. a face then? No, like, I feel I, like he, he was, was still firing I, people. That was the closest he came to I being. I feel like paid. he was really trying to. I think he was trying to channel Vince. A lot of stuff that he does, I'm like, yeah. he's just trying to be Vince. I think <laughs> honestly, just, I think he would not. I think he would. I think I even heard him do that. I think he would admit George Steinbrenner and Vince. He's he's all about yeah. giving mm. dap to and 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 trying to take something from. But I, I guess if he was ever a face, because there might have been a brief period, then that would be the all timer. 
but yeah. I don't. I was trying to think if I he don't ever think was. So. I mean, face. he got a lot of shout outs just from being rich. Like rappers were always talking about being rich like Trump or whatever, whatever. Like Raekwon did it twice in incarcerated Scarfaces. Yes, he did. You know? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you roll like Trump, you get your meat lump. But that was like before talking about becoming the. Um, or maybe David Stern. Yeah. Maybe David. Because, da- well, hmm. I mean. Uh, I mean, there's people that's trying to turn uh, George W. Bush. Like, I think he's kind of a face now, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think the Obamas have taken him in. Basically, Michelle Obama loves him. Oh, I think he's a face him. now. I would hang out with George W. Bush, have a beer or two. If I'm going to pick a president that I want to have a beer with, I feel like George W. might be my pick. This I think he's a he's a face right now, as we're speaking. Yeah, somebody, somebody said that he... Um, having George W. Bush as the president was like having the guy who arranges the drinking games arrange the entire party. He's like, no, 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 no. He shines on drinking games. Like he shouldn't be he like calling. Yeah, if you ever saw the movie Vice, that's he shouldn't what be they, ordering the food. Like, the, the, Dick, the Dick Cheney film. That's kind of what yeah. they they basically made him like. Yeah, I I think he's a face now. So I guess at one point he might have been a heel. Uh, maybe another, maybe Kanye West is another one to bring up. Just in terms of like a roller coaster ride of face to heel Kanye. to face. Kanye was gonna be my answer from for heel from face to heel. Okay. Um. So that so that was gonna be my answer. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's okay. I had to rip you off and be a heel in the broadcast. That's okay. I'm not surprised you did that. But I was gonna say (laughs) heel to face before he passed away. I'd say Kobe for sure. I feel like everybody at one point he might have been a heel at one point. Yeah, when he was going through the scandal and the allegations. And those early LA years, and then probably after he came out with the championships is when things started to turn. And then especially with the retirement, he got all the and people kind of liked Shaq more during that rivalry just because his personality. So yeah, okay, that actually is a is a is a real good one. Yeah, might even be another one like that who I always was a fan of his, but Michael Jackson might be another one because there was a while where a lot of people weren't with him because they believed some things. Mm-hmm. But once he died, that whole contingent shut up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're still out there a little bit on Twitter, but it's not nearly out there. Like Nancy Grace isn't bringing it up anymore on TV every two days. Mm-hmm. So I, I, maybe that... Oh, yeah, whatever you're... There are some people that Nancy, once they die, Nancy they just, just get appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nancy don't... Nancy doesn't yeah. give me... They did it. <laughs> now, Nancy Grace owes her and Nancy Grace owes her career to Michael Jackson, Scott Peterson. Um, yeah, and, and basically, yes, if you're accused of something, you're immediately guilty. I yeah. I, I, I hate Nancy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, she she is against everything that, that oh, anybody who cares about the justice system you should believe. Especially if you're a man, bro. And, and I mean, you know. Remember when she was on someone's show and she was talking about dead wrestlers and and, and brought up Owen or something about like oh yeah like DDP like, Owen yes. or something like she was what was she oh she was on something I'm probably slandering what happened what the that hell? was that was not cool let me let me look it up real quick yeah, yeah that was when that. they were like trying to talk about all the wrestlers dying off you know like it was right after the Benoit thing it was yeah, like yeah. There, oh there God. Oh, I think God. it was right after Benoit because they were talking about how a lot of wrestlers, you know, the steroids and they become. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she, she brought, 100% she read a list like, brought, she oh, creamed her jeans around that time. It was like, okay, relax. Because she's just, oh, a murder suicide by a wrestler. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, she boy, was on here that we lot, go. Yeah. Yeah, she but Larry, King, Larry King beat her ass in terms of covering that. Couldn't wait. Larry, Larry King definitely won, won the day in terms of covering that for sure. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah. Yeah. She was on a on a she. It was a big thing with her. She especially yeah. after Warrior died is when she was popping off. Saying oh my God, stuff. Come on. Oh, again. I, it was. I thought it was before that, but I. I, I mean, she was on wrestles before, but that was the last time I think lady, that. Lady, there is nobody on earth that can make Ultimate Warrior do or not do what he wants to not do or do. So <laughs> that's another one, though. I feel like he was he a heel for a while and just kind of forgotten, and no fans really liked him. And then he came back and then died, and it's just like, okay, let me do all yeah. these docs. Let me appreciate oh, him. Let me learn the history. And he's now, the yeah, he's getting the heat again because of the bar the A and E biography yeah. was so negative on him again. Yeah, so now he's getting negative. a little heat he again. Fucking dick, bro. Like he, he was. I'm oh, sorry, was, dog. Like some people, some people were what they were, dog, and like you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm not active. Although some of those, the only thing I can say yeah. in defense is some of those, and this is what Bischoff said, some of those docs, they told the people in the docs, this is going to be a puff piece, and then they slammed them with, with how they cut the edit. Like Bischoff literally says he would lie to on the Macho Man doc on how they yeah. were going to do it. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, I they didn't care. do Macho any favors. I don't care who it is or how bad they are. Like, if you tell someone this is going to be a good doc and you want to get their takes on something and then you lie and then you spin it and you edit it out, like, that's not, that's not, that's not cool. That's they didn't sign up dirty. to be in that doc. Like, that's dirty marking. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what happened there. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, uh... oh. I think we did it. Oh, I dropped out. I'm okay. Oh, oh yeah, so, here. so yeah, you 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 have Kanye though, right? Yeah, I got Kanye. Right, okay, you don't have another one since I took Kanye from you before. No, I thought really hard about that. So thanks a lot, Mike Osti. Okay. Well, I mean, lot. you know, and, and I feel like a lot of that happens with the rest of us. Kanye is a good um, one. I mean, you know, some of it makes as much sense as. I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> once we start talking about like all lives matter ass wrestlers, then it's like, come mm. on, guys. But yep. um, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, well, I mean, Jericho was doing he was he was doing way too much that night. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was like chasing down people Base saying Mountain. Black Lives Matters and 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 was you know all lives matter. Like Chris, <laughs> Chris, Trolling. take Definitely. your glasses off, have some warm ginger ale, and take your ass to sleep, Grandpa. I met I met Jericho. He's somebody. I, I'm... How long ago did you meet him? Uh, three, four years ago, when I was with the Trib, he came, he came by and do an interview for something. And I got a picture. He looked like he was ready to, he looked like so pissed in the picture with me. And I think I was half asleep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That, he didn't that, cut a promo like on me. He didn't make fun of me. He actually was nice. We didn't really get the gimmick Jericho, but yeah, yeah he was, he wore a shirt that said, um, oh, what did it say? Oh, I think it, it said like, this ain't no fucking disco or something like that. <laughs> Was the T-shirt he has on? <laughs> oh, you're so badass, bro! <laughs> it was just a funny T-shirt. No, he wasn't really a badass, honestly. When I met him, he was rolled down to earth. <laughs> That's cool. It is. Oh man. Oh, uh, handsome right. Bane. What up, though? Well, the we're, we're going to get out of here. I think. So. I think so. This was this, was, have... this was this was fun, guys. Yeah, we're we're gonna let you talk here in a second. But Handsome Bane always likes to send the marks home with something to okay. keep them happy and safe. Oh, maybe I should give these marks some homework. Uh, uh, here you go. Here's some homework. You, after you finish this, you should go and check out. Uh, we should do this again. Sometimes uh, presents great expectations. Hey, um, I know that show. So you know, if you want to go in there and learn something about some girls. Uh, there, we, there's there's one on that show by the name of Kit Kat Chinetti, 
uh, they'll be watching. She was on uh, this show. How do they feel about right to censor? Uh, Cat <laughs> would not like right to censor at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Kat's over there with the Mark Rob and our very own uh, B hyphen. And they me. will be talking about uh, sex and the city. And the city. Um, right. And the, the city. city. See? Never watched an episode city. of it. Knew enough about it to, uh, to hang. But yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you talk about things that are uh, kind of problematic, hella problematic, or burn it all down. We would burn you down, you sweaty marks. We would just we we <laughs> we put you on a fire, uh, uh, and we burn you at the stake. But how do we get away with this? I'm just saying that's what we would do. But oh, would would we're okay. here now? Context. So make yourself useful. Go listen to Great Expectations. Um, learn something about them girls. Um, and then, you know, maybe somebody will play with, you know, maybe, maybe you get some real feet picks, you know, <laughs> you know, there you go. Somebody's giving you something to work towards, uh, like your goddamn dating Sims that you're so into homework but, by handsome Bane. There you go. Dorks, because life doesn't work like a dating Sim. You don't give a girl a teddy bear and then she says that she's going to hold your hand. Doesn't always work like that. You kind of have to be handsome or at least, you know, personable. Buzzsaw. Yeah. Where can the people find you at, bro? Okay. Well, they can. They can tune in and listen to the House Room Buzzsaw show, which is a which a part of the, uh, the B-Hyphen podcast group right there. So for sure, you can find the House Room Buzzsaw show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all there. You can search Howard or search Buzzsaw. You can Google search me, as I say on the show. If you if you can't find me on a Google search, you're just not trying hard enough. Um, and then a lot of what I do, what I do in the in the Pittsburgh media market for sure as well. So at MyGosti11, it's all all there and linked up all there on Twitter at MyGosti11. And uh, go there at your own risk. But yeah, for for the promotion that I'll give on this show, that's it's part of the B Hyphen Podcast Group for the Howard mm. and Buzzsaw Show. We got a new one out the other day actually that's up there that 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 Kellen's promoting. Talking about so, the playoffs. Yeah, Shout out to Melisette too, man. Welcome yeah. back, Melisette. Happy to have you back at hey. full, full power, almost full power. We'll say 85% because we know know what you're dealing with. So glad to have you back at it, though. Ostie, it's been great, though, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to uh, do, do this, this again, again at some sometime. point. Or... Yeah, we didn't do the WrestleMania thing. I guess was that uh, last year or was that uh, we year? did that. We did that last year. I we didn't did, do yeah. any WrestleMania preview because. I actually had Aaliyah had a meet that weekend. So okay. you again with this family happening. shit, bro. Yeah, Aaliyah and the meets. Every time I invite him somewhere, Aaliyah had a meet. I mean, I'm I'm believing mm-hmm. she had a lot of meets, but I don't know if it's every weekend. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have See? a meet my my wedding weekend, so at least that she didn't, or did she? And she had to take a back seat. No, no, the the season's <laughs> okay. over now, Austin. Okay. Dang. All right. Dang man. I'm glad we scaled around that because I I I, we, I guess we would have been not seeing you if she had a meet that weekend. Right. But... She got win medals, man. Oh man, hey, I'm all about it. You, hey, I'm, I'm all about it right now. Olympic trials. She, <laughs> hey, I, I uh, if she can do it big that way, I, I all, I'm all, all about it. You're like a champion. Yeah, yeah that, that's my girl right there, styling like yeah. a champion. Our secretaries, provided by Handsome Bane, will be seeing you marks out. And uh, yeah, that that's how the Rassel cast is done when we're all here. And now I can go back to not talking to Handsome Bane. Yeah, put the Suplex City shirt on. I did this for you. I never wear this shirt either. 
you can find Behythen at Behythen on Twitter and The Behythen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. The Rasslecast Power Hour is a hyphen podcast group production. Smell your later, sweaty marks. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? 